uh, welcome to Everything with M. I'm Emily, this is my podcast, where I kind of just talk about really basically whatever I want. Um, so yeah, today's topic is sustainability and that whole realm of things, you know. Yeah, so like stick around if you want to listen to that. <laughs> cool, let's go. So, in today's episode um, on sustainability, I'm going to be talking about why I think it's important, um, whether or not I think it's like a fad or if people are just doing it to be cool or trendy, Um, talking about what I'm personally doing um, to live a more sustainable life. Um, I want to talk about fast fashion because that's a, a big issue like that I think in my life. And then just about a few resources and stuff. So, hopping straight in. Um, I want to talk about like why I think it's important. And I think that is mostly because of like the planet, the earth, and my own future. Not just like my kids and my grandkids and stuff like that. But literally within my own lifetime... What is the world going to look like if things don't change? Um, I know that it's a weird thing to be thinking about sometimes, and if that's not, if you're not like in that sort of world and thinking about that sort of stuff, I know like a lot of my friends aren't into that um, or don't think about it. So when I bring it up, they are just a bit like, but like, why does it really matter? It's not actually going to get to that extreme not in my lifetime anyway sort of situation so like yeah I think I think there's a lot of um what's it called ignorance around the whole situation um and yeah I think that's probably like one of the main reasons why it is important to me and to live a more sustainable life and then the second which is like another big issue is education like people aren't educated enough about where they're getting things what the cost of getting it actually costs like other people and the planet and like just where things come from so not just like where are clothes made um, but where the cotton from that is sourced and are these people being provided being paid enough to live a like a, a regular life like it's not just um, living enough to just survive but like are they getting paid like more than a living wage more than just living just enough to live um, but then there's also like food food waste is such a huge thing that I really really dislike um and something because I'm from the agricultural community and while that's not really where my my life is going or anything like that um but I do have a lot of friends in the agricultural community and so just to know that like some kids in the city don't know where things come from they don't know where 
like the chicken breasts come from so okay they come from chickens but do they actually know that the chickens are bred in the situation that they're bred and then they die and like that they're pumped with so many hormones so that the chicken the breast is so much larger like people in the city some may some definitely may um but it's not as a in your face in the city um whereas in the country it's definitely in your face because you know someone who does grow chickens and you know someone who does this or is doing it the right way but they're struggling to compete with the big companies um to then make their make a living for themselves and like um there was a huge issue with the milk um a couple of years back that they were dropping it down to a dollar a liter and that's that's just wrong (laughs) dropping milk down to a dollar a liter is just wrong um because that just it's it's not something that I know a whole lot about or in the totally in depth or even have the ability to articulate it in the best ability because I definitely know a lot of people who can articulate it really well but the cost to get the liter of milk is so much more than a dollar like you think about so you need to run the expenses of running this big milking um, farm. So you need all the equipment for that. You need to pay for transportation to get it to the certain places where um, it gets bottled. Um, you need to be able to um, like still feed the cows um, and your labourers, your workers. See, all of this to get a litre of milk for only a dollar is just so so wrong but that's um that's been dealt with now it's a lot better than what it was um they did raise up the prices um and i heard that coles and woolies were um doing their part in saying no we're not going to drop them anymore we're not going to hurt our farmers any more than we already have and so they have they did raise the prices up and which is a very good accomplishment Another reason why I think that like sustainability as a whole is important is like my quality of life. Um, I want to know that I can live a life that where I live out in the country, I'm not going to have poor air quality. I want to know that. I want to know that um, I'm doing my part to help the environment, to help um, the people that are making things for me even though I do like to shop a lot of handmade and stuff, but, you know, like, I just want to know for my own self-satisfaction that I'm doing the right thing, um, because this is where I have, I have a choice, and, like, I heard about this quite a little while ago, but someone was talking about the fact that, um, your, where you put your money is you're investing in that company, so, If you're buying your groceries from Woolworths, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, um, and I'm not saying that it's like the best thing in the world, I definitely do it, but um, I'm putting my money into, like I'm giving it to Woolworths. When if, if I did have someone who was down the road selling their stuff out of their little um, wheelbarrow at the front of their house, 
um, I would definitely want to shop there because at least then I know exactly who my money is going to. Um, and so that's just kind of how I live my life. And with that, is that social and ethical responsibility that I have of myself? I know I have been self-educated on this, um, but I have done quite a bit of like listening to different podcasts and stuff like that and people and blogs and all that. But I have this so um, like self and social responsibility to do better and where I can, obviously, um, there are places where it's going to be too inconvenient or too hard or just won't work for me to, to do the, um, the more sustainable option. See, while like, see, I go to, well, not at the moment because of the whole coronavirus, but like I go to university an hour away. Um, and so that means I have to drive to those days. Um, so that means an hour in the car and that is fuel and it, like fumes and all that going into the air but it's better for me and will like will increase my life and then I'll have because I'm going into television production and screen and media that I'm then putting myself into a position where I can invoke change um, because that's that's what I want to do I want to change things um, I don't like how they're exactly being done at the moment um, or what's being put out into the world. And so I want to change that. And so um, that's how I am justifying being able to do it. Whereas I could have just not studied anything and stayed working where I work um, at a local bakery. But that's not... Me doing my part there isn't going to produce the change that I want like it will when I become working into the film and media industry. So that's, those are the main, the main reasons why I think that it's important. And yeah, so then a lot of the things that when I talk to my uneducated friends about the whole situation, a lot of them seem to think of it or view it as more of a fad or a trend or that I'm going to do it but I'm going to do it because I want to look cool type of situation. Um, and, like, is it... See, while I do see that it is becoming so much more popular, which is a really good thing, and I realise that some of those people may be just doing it because it is a, um, you know, like a, a fad or a trend... And so then moving on um, is fast fashion. And that is sort of like jumping off my last thing in that I'm going up shopping and and sewing a lot of my own clothes is that my views on fast fashion. Now, I'm not going to say that I completely hate the brands, but yeah, I kind of do. I just... I don't understand why, like, cheap clothes, like, I heard someone say this, that, like, I'm not rich enough to buy cheap cheap clothes, and that has just, like, stuck with me. Like, it costs more to buy cheap clothes because they just wear out um, so much quicker, 
and I found that even with a lot of my own handmade clothes, a lot of the first bit there are threads pulling and stuff like that, which is all fair, but now I know how to alter them and when I get the time I will um, to fix them. But with, like, if you're buying it from a store, like if you're buying clothes from Kmart, just don't. <laughs> like, $5 for a t-shirt or something, while, yeah, it will last you for, might last you for six months. But after that, is it really worth it though? Is it really worth it for six months of wear, what you're causing the, well, not directly, but indirectly causing the people that make it, the people that grow the um, uh, cotton or the the plants for the materials. Um, is is it worth hurting them for a five dollar t-shirt? That's like how I view it. Um, which this kind of then is bumped onto my resources, and one of the resources that I really really affected me was the documentary True Cost or The True Cost Um, it's about the fashion industry and fast fashion and all that sort of jazz that changed my life Um, I saw it with a group of friends they were holding a night because they were raising some money for something something in that situation I really can't remember it was quite a number of years ago Um, and when I saw it, I was just because because in parts of it they go and talk to the um, the cotton growers in India, and I was bawling my eyes out. Ugh, I don't think because I was living away from home at the time. Um, I grew up in an agricultural community. I was kind of missing home. I'd been to India, this area of India before, and so it just hit me like a ton of bricks. To see these people getting sick because of the chemicals that they're putting in the cotton to, so that it lasts. I don't know what it even was. But I just remember it hit me. It hit me bad. And it changed It changed my, changed my life basically. Which sounds a bit dramatic. Yes, I'm being dramatic. But it definitely changed the way that I looked at things. And I'm very thankful for this group of friends that... Um, I was around at this time. These people were actually friends. Um, they changed the way that I, I look at the whole, the whole sustainability. They brought me into that world because beforehand I knew nothing. I knew nothing about it. Um, yeah, and so um, while they may be doing it because it is something cool or trendy to do at the moment, because the person they like on Instagram is doing it, has this specific product. Um, while that may be their reasoning for doing it I don't see it as a bad thing I realise that some people do see it as a bad thing and I just don't understand their views on it because even if it is a bad thing they're still doing their best they're trying they're taking their responsibility and trying to do something even if it may not be in the best way or they may be creating more waste than what they first thought um, by doing this it's just I don't think people need to hate as much as what they are you know 
sometimes people like to hate people because they're just following the trend and that's okay that's how I see it anyway I see it as like they're they're doing their part while it may be small and it may be flawed nobody's perfect but they're still trying and like it's not a bad thing if they're just doing it for the trend just doing it for the Instagram but like they're still doing something is the way that I see it like something from someone is better than nothing from no one so yeah I think that if people are getting snotty about it being a fad or a trend or something like that I don't think it's like any of my position to judge them so yeah I just have like a lot of my friends saying like oh they're just doing it because they want to post on Instagram it's like "Mm, no maybe but still they're doing something yeah but also by the way those aren't close friends close friends wouldn't say stuff like that and I don't won't associate myself with people that think like that these are more of acquaintances or friends in certain situations um but just putting that out there because when I say friends I'm just like these aren't the people that I actually associate with a lot but you know what I mean anyway so then moving on to things that I'm I'm doing to like to be more sustainable so then like the first thing that I'm doing is um trying to shop bulk like as much as I possibly can and um low waste when I can um like I think a lot of the things that people are coming out with they're like oh these top five things that you should do when you're just starting I think a lot of them um I was already doing before I even thought about this just because I'm more of like a um a cheap or a savvy or a tight budget budgety girl um anyway and so like taking reusable like cups like um cups yes but just like food containers and stuff like or take your lunch instead of buy it and I'm just like weren't you already doing stuff like this anyway and so what I've done in those situations is then like try to cut out like um single-use plastics and stuff like that and so like that's the first way but obviously with corona at the moment um that has like caused a bit of an issue um but I'd rather be alive and keep everyone else around me safe because even if it's likely that if I get it I won't get sick or die the people around me might so yeah people over the planet but when planet people are fine then the planet comes next if that makes sense so and then the next thing I do is like with clothing and that's one of the main things that I've last year especially I was really on top of sticking to if I'm buying clothes they have to be either from an op shop or secondhand or something like that or from a um uh, like a sustainable source responsibly sourced um company or something like that so and when I tell people that they're like oh wow like isn't that hard and I guess at the start it was but it just made me shop around so much more so that I could then find the brands that I do like and I found heaps of brands that I really do like and it's helped me change the way that I see things and they've 
like sparked a lot of inspiration for me and so then the next thing that I've then started to do after I realized that buying a dress from a, a shop online um, was going to cost me like $250 for like a summer dress um, I then thought hey why don't I sew my own clothes um, I am an, I'd say I'm, I'm an intermediate in sewing clothes I do a lot of um, self-drafting I'm not gonna say they're all good actually a lot of them are really bad um, I try a lot of patterns and I just I just try but the thing that my next step because I have just been gathering a lot of my fabrics from spotlight which is like I don't know if you're in Australia or not but a spotlight is like a just a fabric store or things like that um, so while that buying fabric from there is not the most sustainable option the next option of buying sustainable fabrics that's at like I don't know like $50 a meter $70 a meter for a fabric and while I kind of understand the pricing of it I kind of don't um, and so my thoughts on it is that I'm definitely cutting out so much more transportation by buying this fabric than if I were to buy clothing um, like already made and plus then I'm learning a new skill and so I have gotten a few fabrics from the op shop and stuff like that um, but I'd rather practice with cheaper things so that when I do get the um, buy the good material I'm not gonna like completely trash it and so I'm being responsible in that sense as well I'm not gonna then waste a heap of money on something that is just not gonna turn out well so I think that's my next goal is to get more fabric from from op shops and um, other people that I know that if they're giving fabric away or anything like that hmm. but after this um, this movie night thing yeah I just really changed the way that I looked at things and they definitely helped me with that and I'm just really thankful for them so then moving on to resources see I think for me because a lot of what I do is um, like I'm interested in the clothing aspect because that's an area that I can quite easily stop food um, and buying sustainably like grown food or packaging and stuff like that I find that a bit harder um, but clothing I, I can quite easily like I can change the way that I can stop buying clothes but I can't stop buying food like legitimately I have enough clothes to last me for a lifetime but I don't have enough food to last me for a lifetime so um, for me I I'm, it's about the clothes and that I find a lot of um, handmade people on Instagram and follow their um, their pay their Instagrams and a lot of them are really interesting and I just love seeing them and it just it just makes it really exciting and enticing and I want to do more and so that's the exciting bit about it um, and that's what I follow but if you're more interested in the zero waste food storage um, and like 
cute containers and glasses and jars and stuff like that, um, then definitely, like, there's so many of those Instagrams around. And if you're more of the, like, um, wanting to be really on it about the environment and um, pollution and greenhouse gases, there is definitely a lot of those people on Instagram as well. And, like, blog posts and stuff, it just takes a little bit of research to go out and find them. Um, but once you start looking, there are definitely, like, people out there doing it. And I th- from my experience, they have all been so lovely to interact with. Um, I haven't dealt with anybody that's not, like, lovely about the situation. It's like, yes, it seems like everyone wants to be everyone's cheerleader and cheer each other on and help each other in the situation. It's... It doesn't seem like within the community of sustainability um, there's anybody trying to put each other down. I feel like the people that are putting it, like people down is the people not in the community um, that think that what we're doing is a load of rubbish. Um, but yeah. And also with that, there are definitely podcasts. I'm a huge podcast listener and now a podcast maker. Um, but with that, like... I just can't wait until I go find some more, um, until I find these handmade podcasts. I just, I haven't found any of yet, but I also haven't looked. But just doing this, I'm just like, oh, there's got to be so many people out there. There's got to be. And if not, then I'll become one. So that's definitely one of the topics is my handmade clothes, but coming up. Um, and then the next thing is documentaries. See, documentaries, I think, are just the quintessential thing for sustainability you just need to watch all the documentaries um and there's a documentary on every single thing like um saving the whales there's definitely a couple about that um about fast food definitely about that about the true cost it's one about clothing it is such a good film so so good um but yeah there's definitely lots of resources out there but i think that you can't just be handed them. You have to kind of go on a journey and figure out what is passionate to you. And through this, I've realised that um, the clothing industry is one. And within that, the agricultural industry, which I didn't realise that I loved so much. Um, but because so many of the people that I love are involved in the agricultural community, um, it just sits so much closer to home than what I first realised. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to see, okay, what do I actually value so much? And I really, I really appreciate going on that journey, trying to figure out, okay, what, what are my, what are my values? What are my core values? What are my um, things that I'm going to go for without stop, like, what, what are the hills that I'm going to die on? Um, what am I not going to back down from? I find those really interesting. Yeah. But I guess everyone's got to go on their own journey. But I think the first... The couple of things, if you're just new to it all, um, a couple of things that you just kind of need to... That I found really worked for me was that every dollar is an investment into that company, into those people. Um, and it's not just the people that work there, but the big dogs. And so while that's why I like shopping from a lot of small businesses, um, because 
it's often the person at the counter that's who the money's going to like that's who's gonna profit from this it's the person they're serving you um and I realized that not all every place has a lot of those I know that see I'm in between two cities um and by cities I don't mean like capital cities just like I don't know how many people are in them probably like a hundred thousand at each and so I'm in between two and one has so much more arty creative sort of stuff than the other um so one is very agricultural and one is very I would say arty they have a big theater company which is a big thing in the town whereas the agricultural town that also has a theater company but is definitely not as big um, and so it's just interesting to see um, the way that it's done whereas the bigger town the agricultural town they have a lot more food markets and stuff like that whereas the um, arty town they have a lot of handmade markets and so it's just I, I feel like I'm in a very lucky position to be in like a good distance from both um, but just in that it's it's interesting to see how different towns are um, positioning themselves and so if you don't if you are sort say say let's let's say that you're living in the agricultural town but you feel like you're more of the arty person um, so you can go say oh hey I want to move to this city or you can find the good in the city that you're already living in because it's not always an oh, <laughs> easy to just say oh like hey I want to move apply for a new job and get it there um, find the things in that like there's always going to be a small group of people that feel like they don't fit in but they live there so in the agricultural town if you are arty go find the theater place go find the handmade markets or go find some people and um start your own thing go talk to them because if you're in that position then it's likely that there's others as well likewise in the opposite if you're in the arty town and you're more of an agricultural go find the other agriculturals it's you may feel alone in this and that's how definitely how I felt at the start I definitely felt alone in this when I said oh I just want to buy sustainability like sustainable sourced clothing people like um what so so you don't shop at cotton on where do you get your clothes then uh, like op shops like I make them sustainably sourced places friends like it's not it's not as hard as it seems is what I think I'm trying to say it's not as hard as it seems but it's really actually so much fun so anyway that's the podcast for today I was going to say video but it's not a video um so that yeah thank you for listening if you did listen the whole way that's awesome um but yeah I think this is something that I just really enjoy I enjoy talking about it's a fun one it's something that I'm passionate about so you like to tell people about it but anyway thank you for listening um I hope you enjoyed and I will see you all next Monday when I come back with another episode so yeah I'll see you then Bye.